Oh, judgment is nigh, for the Belschnickel is I. Welcome to the Christmas edition of Observation Station. What is up, everyone, and welcome back to the Observation Station podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Jacques May, and joining me, as always, the great David Dolby. David, how have you been? It's been a couple I weeks. I got so many thoughts, Jack. Hold up, hold up. Before we even start, actually, I'm going to interrupt you. David, uh, what's that around your neck right now that you're wearing? Oh, this is a... Uh this little guy, yes. This is a trophy I received today for my athletic accomplishments. And, and when did you finish that race? What time? I finished it pretty good. No, 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 no. Like, what time? Like, what time of the day did you finish oh, it? Oh, about 12. 12, and it is. We are recording at 5 p.m. So, David, you've been wearing this for six hours? <laughs> you know, I haven't gotten a trophy in a long time, Jack. <laughs> And it's a participation trophy, but it's a cool-looking monkey. Uh, it's not like you only have that little participation trophy on. You also still have the shirt on. Yeah, and... I don't know what that is. It's like that, cardigan. That looks like something a 50-year-old man that's going through a midlife crisis would wear. It's unfortunately a woman's jacket. The zipper's on the Oh, this is getting worse. <laughs> but it looks pretty dope, doesn't it? Oh, okay. Uh, David, let's just, let's just get right into <laughs> Robert it Robert gave it to me. He said he found it at Applebee's in the Lost and Found. Uh, if you don't know who Robert is, that is David's brother. I wore it for like two months straight. Uh, so, I don't oh know. Gosh. It's a little tranny, I guess. That's a little tranny. If that's acceptable to Can say. Can we just move? Let's start this. Wow. That's why my teachers hated me. All right, uh, David, so what are we talking about today? We are talking about the season of Christmas, Jack, and the Krampus, um, what a, What do you want to call it? Side plot? Side no, 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 no. I think we're talking Maybe about... Maybe it's the main theme. We're, <laughs> we're talking about Christmas characters, I think. Oh, yeah. It's kind of the whole thing, the yeah. whole shebang bang. Yeah. I, you notice my... Decoration out there Yes there's a tree With nothing on it Right next to your front door Yeah I just got that today (laughs) But I will get decorations I decided to do it I decided to Get into the You could be that Creepy old guy Who has all the Christmas decorations And How is that creepy though That guy's Well okay It's creepy Yeah it's creepy Alright so Let's get right into it The first recorded date Of Christmas Was celebrated on December 25th In uh, 336 A.D. Uh, by the Roman uh, Emperor Constantine. He was the first Christian uh, emperor. I didn't know that. 336 AD was the first Christmas. The first recorded. Christian Christmas. Yeah. Like, this is, we're celebrating Christ's yeah. birth. Yeah. Huh. But then uh, Pope Julius said just a few, I don't know. Again, I got this off of online, so hopefully it's true. But Oh, you know, which it, website? It was actually like the ChristmasStory.com. <laughs> <laughs> First hey, one. Hey, first hey. one that's not Wikipedia. That's right. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> they got us bottlenecked. Yeah, I was like, ah, I don't feel like it's scrolling too much. It's probably just a different kind of Wikipedia. They're like these idiots. Yeah. They just go to whatever's next. Yeah, they're just like, ah, if we boost this page enough, then you know we'll get a bunch of retail, yeah. uh, special people. A bunch of Russian it. bots. Anyways, what, anyways. what's the propaganda that's so, out there today? <laughs> so anything. Uh, anyway, excuse me. Uh, Pope Julius officially declared that the birth of Jesus would be celebrated on the 25th of December in 340 A.D. 
that would be that set the standard for Christmas. And when was the other one? Three hundred and thirty-six. So, so again, right around there. Yeah. Were like, yeah. One of those years together. Again, again, it's all speculation. Uh, there is no written down uh, documentation before that of any Christmases being celebrated. But again, we don't really know when Jesus was born, and that's where everyone gets the origin that Christmas started. Yeah. So. A little bit of what I learned Ooh. in the first... Wait, 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 David, let's, let's talk about what you learned and where you got your information from. So yeah, you've already well, bashed what I learned, where it, I learned it from. It wasn't the uh, second under Wikipedia. Hey, you gotta, get closer to, you gotta get closer to the mic. I, don't, I think I lost the tab, I'll just tell you. I YouTubed Origin of Christmas and it was the first thing on there. <laughs> it's a History Channel documentary. Okay, Whatever. Um, Look, we don't claim to be experts, people. No, we d- we're just doing some rough research. I don't think this is a lie, but I guess in Germany or in Germanic tribes, they had the Yuletide feast or mm-hmm. the Yule log feast or whatever. I don't know why I said Yuletide. That might be a college thing. Anyways, it would be like in the middle of winter, they'd find the biggest log outside and they'd drag it in and they'd cook it for a long time. And they'd cook a lot of meat. This is the only time they had like a surplus of meat because they killed a lot of cows for the winter or a lot of animals. So they would feast on this meat like a bunch of crazy carnivores, just canines coming out. The dogs are probably like all like going crazy, like all oh, bones, yes, wild, like foaming at the mouth. Okay. And little kids running around like fighting over ham legs and stuff, chewing on each other, getting all confused. But what is that? Whoa, my bad. <laughs> Jack's just bringing in sound effects. But, um... <laughs> what was that? You're talking about Yuletide. Oh, yeah. Anyways. They would celebrate like that. And then when the Christians came to the tribe, they basically said, Okay, uh, also, we'll celebrate Jesus' birth around the same time. And part of the festival, they would bring in evergreen trees to represent, like, life through the winter. And they would set those up in their... Uh, cabins and stuff so that's where the christmas tree came from but anyways a lot of people growing up you ever hear like oh you know those are like pagan traditions man like you're serving like false gods with the christmas tree yeah like belschnickel from the german tribes who's belschnickel here i got a little sample of him oh here we go oh judgment is nigh but that belschnickel is die yes he is come on you don't remember that from the office Come on. No, which episode? Is that one of the Christmas yeah, episodes? Yeah, it was one of the Christmas episodes. So Dwight finally got to choose, like, they get to celebrate Christmas his way, and it's oh, from the homeland and everything. Weird. And he dresses as Belschnickel. And since we're talking about, you know, Krampus, I figured we should learn about Belschnickel, who is much like Krampus in German mythology. He was the guy who'd come around and judge the children, much like St. Nicholas. And if they were good or they're bad, he would give them presents or he'd whip them. Oh, I think I was just starting to learn this on the documentary. Oh, I only go. got like 10 minutes into it until Jack <laughs> came over. We're going to get more research eventually on stuff. But what I did learn, yeah, when they were all in the cabin eating all their meat and like roasting the huge logs and having the evergreen trees around, outside there's supposedly demons running in the darkness because mm. it was Christmas, it was cold, it was stormy. You didn't want to be outside so everybody would huddle inside. And yeah, there's this character that was like kind of dark. Yep. At first it was Odin. The Ger- the Germanic tribes believed in this oh. god named Odin and he would judge you if you were good or not and he would punish you if you were bad. And they said, yeah, this later became Saint Nick or whatever. But the Krampus thing, I did not get to, but well, Jack's no, super well, excited about I it. I am very excited because uh, 
<coughs> I always like to look at the light and the dark side of both, you know, of every holiday. But for me, looking at it again, Belchnickel is mostly Germanic uh, from the Germanic uh, mythology, whereas Krampus, he comes from uh, Central European, which, again, it could be German, but it was mostly going to be uh, France. Um, good Lord, what else is in... I just did this research on it. Spain? Italy, no, no, no. Spain is on the other side. I'm just... Austria. That's Austria. Good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Uchi's from. Mm, Hungary. Yeah, there too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are terrible at geology yeah. today, apparently. Geography. But anyways. So. <laughs> geology too. <laughs> we don't know rocks. <laughs> Quartz. We need to restart. Magnesium. Uh, no. That's not All right. a rock. Back to Krampus. It's chalk. So he comes from Central Europe... Wherever that is, obviously, I know it's Austria, uh, France, and Turkey. Prussia. Uh, That's a weird one. This is a long time ago. Was, was Prussia, Prussia around? before Russia? Dude, we, we gotta stop going on these Those tangents. Those are super close. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, is like, that's a whole different... That's Soviet yeah. Union, them taking over. Totally different rabbit trail. Did they trail. drop the P or did they add it? Uh, anyways, we'll find out. Anyways, Krampus is a horned anthropomorphic figure... Wow. That's a tough word to say. One more time. Anthropomorphic? There we go. Was that animal-like or human-like? Yeah, because he, he's animal-like? described as half goat and half demon. Half so, goat? Half goat. Have you? I sent you a picture of him. Oh, uh, yeah. I just saw yeah. the trail of with fire. The, with this crazy like... little tongue hanging out? That was a big thing. It was like he had a crazy tongue. So that was... He looked like a dragon. I'm going to look at it again. Yeah. So he would punish children who had misbehaved in contrast to what St. Nicholas did who rewarded the, mel- uh, the well-behaved kids. So for me, Krampus... Illustrates everything that I don't know. I, I I think Christmas has become a a holiday of greed, and for me, I think Krampus is the epitome of what Christmas means nowadays. I don't think Christmas is ever about Jesus anymore. I don't think it's about celebrating. It's most of the time it's like, oh, I have to go hang out with my in laws, or and like dreading the holidays. I'm like that. I think that's the problem. Is like the origin of that this holiday, Christmas, was supposed to be a time of celebration, the birth of the Savior. Or just a good time uh, for pagans. It was a good time to just have a feast, and I think that Krampus just illustrates, you know, the dark side that needs to be explained in the holidays. You're looking at me like very like. Did I go too deep? No, I'm just taking that in. Okay, I that's interesting. I, I took it in my and spun it my own way. Yeah, Jack spinning his crazy webs over. Yeah, okay, there. you have a book literally right here that says "Mysteries of the Unexplained," Jack and you want to read it. from it. You won't let me read it to the people. Oh my gosh! Spontaneous. Maybe maybe we have time. There's some good questions this week, actually. Oh really? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, somebody's just trolling us. Uh, probably it's Jack. Maybe it's Tori. Yeah, <laughs> my marriage is in trouble. Yeah. What do I do? <laughs> I gotta help him. How do I tell? Him, how do I tell him that I don't love him? I anymore? want to kill my husband. <laughs> you guys know how to do that, right? Yeah. Oh, jeez, that'd be wild. You're like helping your wife try to kill you. You, you would. Know. You would be a witness for my murder. I'd be next. You're yeah, right. That's true. They would have to clean up the mess. Who'd she get to help? Her sister, Mackenzie, or, Mackenzie, or one of her friends. Yeah, Danielle might help. We're oh. mentoring random people, but this yeah. is the truth. We're, we could possibly be killed. If it's either Hillary or them, <laughs> we haven't focused on this Christmas story no. whatsoever. Oh, but here's the thing that I thought was interesting about people will say, "Oh, it's got pagan traditions and everything." But if you think about people living in uh, Germanic tribes, and this is what really hit me: when we had a lot less technology and a lot less uh, resources, people had a much more close relationship with weather. Like winter huh. was a huge deal. 
You yeah, were cold. Well, and also because their their livelihoods depended you're, on it. Yeah, your food was not there. It's not like it's like, oh man, I'm gonna go get a turkey from Walmart. It's getting <laughs> yeah, cold yeah. outside. It was like, oh my gosh, we, we did we get enough food? Do like, we have to eat our children? Uh, yeah, I hate saying that, but that's the truth. Or are we gonna freeze to death, Valley Forge? I mean, yeah. we're talking like 300, 400 years ago, and these traditions <laughs> that came out, and I think that's what these traditions come from. Like these relationships with weather and humans trying to survive, mm. it builds like these times where they get together in the middle of winter when they got organized and they had enough food and they're like, let's party because we're gonna make it and let's have all this good food. Cool. That's a good story. yeah. And then they have this huge log or whatever, and they're like, sweet, hey everybody, we're gonna we're gonna last through the darkness. And you know, then the Christians come in and they say, hey, you know what's a great symbol for lasting through the darkness? Christ being born mm. and. I read that uh, I guess some of the churches didn't even regard Christmas as a major holiday, and no. it didn't even become so huge until America recently. And a lot of it was merchandise. That's like, what I was going to say. We made it into a just a holiday of of greed, basically. And it is kind of sad because it's Christmas, it's Easter, it's yep. Thanksgiving now. After all these holidays, which have a lot of spiritual and like ethical uh, foundations. Yeah. You have an incredible pressure to purchase things, mm. and people spend a lot of money on these stuff. And like, even with Christmas now, I'm thinking I gotta get stuff for people, and I like giving stuff to people. Yeah. I like people being happy during the holiday. I think it's really important that we continue to celebrate traditions because that's like a piece of history. Yeah, and you can say, "Oh, the Christmas tree is stupid. I, I'm not gonna get it anymore. It's like whatever." And I thought to myself this year, "Why would I get a Christmas tree in my house? I'm just gonna be like the only one looking at it." But then I thought, "I want to get that Christmas tree because people for thousands of years that were freezing to death would drag those trees in and be like, this means we're gonna make it.'" And huh. you don't want to lose that symbolism, you know? Well, or why would you want to lose that? You have one. You have two options. Uh, we could remember how this was a really cool symbol of survival, or we could forget about it and just not do anything and buy the next Iron Man movie mm-hmm. for our brother or something. Someone's losing something with that sign going by. Yeah. By, uh, yeah. Probably some freedoms. Tummy ache or something. Yeah, this Th- is that's Venice. what my sister would always do. This is Venice. Who knows? It could be emergency. I don't mean to make light of there. I yeah, I live in like the emergency alley. The fire engines <laughs> always drive up and down here. It's crazy. I'm like, what's going you on? Live in this right city? next to forty one. I could be Batman if I had a police scanner. All the calls would come through here. I just um, sit in here with my suit on with my trophy. <laughs> just sit there. protecting Venice. You got a tummy ache. Here's a tums. <laughs> like getting there before the paramedics do. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, when they call it Yuletide Logs, I was doing some research on that. Uh, they would light these, and they would give off a smells that would bring happiness. Bear with me for a second. Burning the trees. Does that sound like marijuana to you? Hey, I don't know if they had that in Europe. I just feel like the <laughs> the use of that drug would definitely have been limited to the geo. geo- Maybe that's why our ancestors starved. They were smoking so much <laughs> weed that they're like, yeah, oh, we forgot to do touch our, uh, oh, our plants are dying. Look at that fat kid over there. <laughs> Who knows? No, it's very the kid's just like, oh. The baker's boy always got it. Sneaking too much butter. Come on, baker's boy. Uh, Billy Bob the baker's boy. That's probably where Krampus came from. It was just yeah. this, like a guy stoned out of his mind came and chased down children. I don't think they had that many drugs in Germanic <laughs> tribes. But who knows? The Utah, I think the Yuletide log or whatever just gives off a good Christmas yeah. smell. I just thought, because, you know, I was just, again, speculating. Yeah. That's what who we do here. Maybe. If they had a plant that would get them a little, a little high, I don't know why they wouldn't. There yeah. wouldn't be stigmas like America has. That's pure, like, 
American. All right, moving on to Santa Claus. <laughs> so Santa Claus. Yeah, where did he is, come from? This that? is something. He comes from Myra, which uh, was a fourth-century Greek Christian. Oh, bishop. I heard about this actually. So he was a he was a Christian bishop. But one thing I didn't realize was he spent so much money. He actually there's three daughters of a uh, pious Christian that he gave them dowries so that they didn't have to become prostitutes. And I was like, holy crap, Santa Claus is a G. He's over here throwing money. He's at like people. a reverse pimp. Yeah. So he's like, no, no, no. You ain't got to do this life. Here's some money. Just yeah. Instead at him. of taking money from them for having sex with men, he gives them money so they don't have to. And, and that was just one of like the hundreds of stories that's been recorded, like written Pretty down cool in history. Guy. Yeah. And like everything they talked about was like he gave his life to children. He gave all his money to people who are less fortunate than him. And I was just like, man, like that's the reason for the season. And you talked about it. I was like, you love the feeling of giving, but like. How many of us can actually say that? Like, we want to give everything because we want someone to have a better day than I am. Yeah, that's like that's kind of like a Schindler's List type character. Yeah, exactly. Like, just a guy that was really good to people. And yeah, we should remember him too. So Santa Claus, I'm all about that. Yeah, I am 100. And I don't even mind giving gifts to people. Like, yeah. I think that's a good um, spirit to have. I just no. wish it wasn't so commercialized. And oh, get this toy, get this toy. I wish it was more like give a gift from your. I don't, I don't want to sound too. No, no, you sound fine. Or child, but like spirit, like a spirit, like not a I spirit have, gift, but you know, a gift you mean from the heart to somebody. I, I have a friend who actually uh, he'll give two kid, uh, gifts to his kids from Santa Claus, but he says it's Saint Nick, and then he says, "All right, I want you to go in, into your bedroom, and I want you to find two toys that you love, but that you don't play with anymore, and you're gonna go give it to someone less fortunate." And he's like, that's how St. Nick wanted his legacy to be transferred uh, on. He's like, St. Nicholas is dead, but I want you to understand that his legacy are these gifts. You're giving it forward to someone else, and then you're going to have to give it to someone else to keep it going. Right. And that's how he carries the spirit. And I thought, that's a cool tradition to do. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, if I ever have kids, like, do I want to make it a, a lot about the gifts? Because obviously yeah. you're going to want to give your kids gifts because it's like exciting and they're going to be happy. Like, oh, I love you so much. But you also want them to be like, it's not always just about getting cool stuff. And I think that really comes down to like the family, like what you're raised in. And I say, can say for both of us, I think that we were raised in families where, yeah, we got gifts, but we never made Christmas about the gifts. It was awesome to you know be with family members I haven't seen in so long. Or yeah, just, that's a huge thing. Just exactly. being with people, yeah, your family, especially people that have been with you for a long. That's a rare opportunity, and that's honestly probably the only reason I like hanging out with Jack. <laughs> just oh, kidding. Thanks. No, but I was thinking about it one time. The opportunity you have to know people for a long period, yeah, it gets shorter and shorter. Yep. The closer, the longer you live. So if you have friends from a long time ago, it's cool if you stay in touch because yeah. it's like, who knows what could happen from that? Yeah. Maybe exactly. you're both like in a dire situation. You read each other's minds and you like throw a gun and I catch it and I'm like, bam, bam. I, I should, like that. That this, Yeah. You got guns in here. We're good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I should show you those other guns. But in all I, could, I can make a squad. <laughs> but in all sincerity, I think that, you know, Christmas is about giving and taking time away from yourself and giving it to someone else. I think that's what the season's all about. And uh, I think both of us in the fields that we've worked in that, you know, we've seen a lot of tragedy because people have to spend these holidays alone. So if you're having trouble, please reach out to someone and, and get help for it. I know that's a, a, a dark turn, but I honestly think that's something that needs to be addressed. Yeah. And we're here too. Like if you need someone to come just talk to, and we're here to talk. David could talk to you forever about, he's got a guitar that he'll play for you. I, get, I do get excited whenever yeah. numbers call that I don't know because I'm like... <laughs> 
oh, maybe this person just like looked me up and was like, is this David? I've been looking for you. Oh, I got some serious questions. Or just something crazy like, hey, somebody told me to give you a message. Oh, like, my gosh. Meet me under the bridge. I don't know. It's always just something like, hey, did you know that your car loans are almost in danger? Call now with your yeah, credit card. It's normally, it's never anything yeah. cool like that. But also, just on the other serious stuff we were talking about, <laughs> if you're depressed or whatever, I was thinking about like how hokey it is to get into like Christmas festivities. But yeah. one of the things when I was growing up, like my dad would always come home and he'd bring home random gifts. We weren't super rich, but I mean, we weren't starving. Mm. So we had no reason to complain. And he would get like a DVD player and he'd bring it home and be like, hey guys, guess what I got? And we'd be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> movies, blockbuster, <laughs> whatever. Whoa, whoa. flashlight. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the whole month, it would just be so exciting. We'd have, like, this countdown and everything. And I think the cool part about it is if people all agree to get happy together just for the sake of getting happy together, there's something special about that. Like, just the fact that people are doing that. And I think, for me, Christmas is a lot about that middle of the winter. Like, it's dark, but we're going to get through. We're burning this super huge log. Getting high. Sure. I mean, there you go. It's going to be legalized here soon. (coughs) Just you wait. Yeah. I won't smoke it, but anyways, that's a different story in itself. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything well, else you want to talk about Christmas? Make Jackson brownies. No, that's, <laughs> that's how I get fired. Yeah. No. I will murder you. That's true. You're trying to be the big cop man. I'm trying to be a good cop man. You, you're trying to be your own... I want to have my own forensic anthropology. Eventually. Life. Yeah. But that's obviously a long time down the road. A lot of I'm going to open up my own bar. Then we'd have our own businesses. I, I'd always, I would I'd always send you a free beer. Like, what you're working on, I'd Jack? Send you, I'd send you some bodies. Yeah, we would work together, like, solving crimes Dexter style. Oh, gosh. With my Derringer, my little 22. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put it right in the back of the head. Just when you, when you carry that, please don't stick it down I'm, your pants. I'm never going to carry I've seen that so thing, many accidental yeah, shootings Yeah, I'm going to hit some artery or nick something else down there. Yeah, those things will actually break through bones. So yeah. Like, that no. blew me away. I, hey, I'm super clumsy. Yeah. I don't carry loaded guns. Smart man. Smart man. <laughs> All these people who are like, oh, look at me. Like, they show me, I'm like, yeah, you're going to shoot, so gonna shoot your penis off. So dude. many coffee stains on my shirts. I'm like, I will never have a... Ah, that's why you're wearing that shirt. Shaver. It's a clean shirt. That's why. Yeah, it's clean. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, anything else on Christmas? Well, Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas. everybody out there. All right, let's get to the listener, the listener questions, which is obviously my favorite segment. <clears throat> Guys, I need help. Again, I think we're a dating service. <laughs> Not a, I, why? I don't know. I don't know. This is okay. keep getting questions like this. I recently started dating a girl that hates Freddie Mercury and refuses to listen to Queen just because he is gay. Now she is a smoke, but is that enough to ignore this blatant flaw? Hold up. When I first read this, I got mad because I was like, oh, we're, "We're products of like we love Queen." Am I right? I just got. I I always love Queen, and then I found out why I love Queen so much again recently. So from the movie, yeah, okay. But for me, like, I heard that she doesn't like it because he's gay. I was like, ditch that hoe. I think because he did <laughs> say she was a smoke show. That's this what I'm is not a flaw in character. This is a flaw of ignorance. Yes, you can still have a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Here's the deal with her: she does not know the story. For her, Freddie Mercury's gayness. Is his, the biggest part of his identity. And granted, the movie focuses a lot on his gayness. Obviously, culturally, that's something that they'd be interesting and promoted. Whatever. That's a whole other thing. But this is what I got from the movie. The dude was born with huge incisors or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he had huge buck teeth and his mouth was wider. Because his mouth was wider and he had huge buck teeth, he could hit 
vocal ranges nobody else could hit. And he was some immigrant family from, like, I think Turkey or some Eastern, Middle Eastern European country. And he, his teeth were pretty bad. Nobody thought he could join a band. And the, the band's name before his queen was called Smile. And it's kind of like this dude would never, yeah, everybody would look at his teeth. But the way he sang and the creativity he brought to music, it changed it forever. Mm. So it's like he was, it was more than just his gayness. Like, yeah, he was probably super gay. I think he died of AIDS. He did. But the, his effect on music was much bigger than that. I think, like, this comes back, and again, we're getting pretty deep on this, which is weird for us. Well, she's a smoke show. Yeah, that's you what know, and, and if maybe you show the red <laughs> YouTube videos, she's there. But that's the thing, is like, I, it's so hard for, like, that's a blatant, like, discrimination problem. Like, that, that hurts. Yeah, but you can see an old school type person watching that movie and being like, yeah. oh, wow. Well, like, maybe your dad watching it, or somebody that has a harder time yeah. with that blatantly in their face because let's be honest the culturally um overt homosexuality yeah. is still abnormal to an extent in it America. still makes people uncomfortable yeah. you can say that it's yeah. still new yeah so people are still adjusting i think that people are doing a lot better job but to just not listen to someone because they're gay it's like that's and like it's Freddie. it's like queen it's i don't know it's like i don't listen to him because he drinks beer like Really? Like, that's just, it's a, it's a, maybe I should, I, I think no, it's never gay just because he's gay. Thing, she hasn't heard the right songs. Yet, no, no, I, I just, oh, that, that yeah. would hurt me. I was like, I don't, I don't care how hot um, you are. If you don't listen to Queen, Jack's there's something really wrong upset. with your I was. That's a great band, though. Ugh. My All dad right. showed me that band. This is definitely a question directed to you, David. After a late night out of drinking, I came home to my girlfriend watching Batman. And I wondered this question, this, this question because of the Batman and Joker relationship. Would you rather be an unknown superhero or a famous villain? This is one of those would you rathers. Oh. What's, I'll let you go first. I mean, I, I don't know. I, famous villain, I'll say it. I knew Jack was going to be the bad guy. I have no desire to be the famous villain. I would <laughs> much, I'm thinking about being a, a vigilante right now. Yeah, you want to be... Venice Batman. Yeah, well, there's a dude in Seattle that does we call it. We Batman. Batman. <laughs> eh, no, that's too stupid. Yeah. I thought I had one. The V-Town Vigilante. Oof, that's too, too long, much. Too, too long. Way too much. Eh, we'll come up with it. Yeah, give me time. It has to happen organically. You can't force it. <laughs> no. That's the best kind of superhero names. I'll have to wait till like, I interdict my first crime, yeah. and someone will be like, thanks, I'll call you... Lizard King? <laughs> <laughs> Gator Boy. Uh, no, you don't want to be boy because that's a stigma. Yeah, like, you, you're an eighty year old man boy. doing it. Yeah, or you're forty. It's still awkward. Yeah, that's yeah. just too weird. Gator, just don't wear tights. That's all I ask. No, just sweatpants and not the Justin Bieber ones either. Just regular sweatpants. You could wear joggers. What is that? It's like the sweatpants that are like tight at the ankles. No, that's what I'm talking. I don't oh, want to wear Justin those. Bieber's? Yeah, oh, okay. those are Justin Bieber's. Okay. I don't know why I call them that, but I just, I don't know. Those are weird to me. It's, that's just, more, they call you like the lazy man or something because you come out in sweatpants and like a, <laughs> yeah, a stained like, t-shirt. And a coffee stained t-shirt. What's going on out here? I'm like the dude, the big Lebowski <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, uh, that would be cool. Just have a, uh, what is it, a white Russian in your hand at all times? Oh, I don't know. Oh, that, that, they call you the white Russian? Nah, yeah. You look, you, you, no. look, you look too. The rabbi. Just call me the rabbi. Right. I'll wear that. Yeah. By the way, are you Jewish? No. You're not? No. Okay. I always wondered that. I never asked. I you. always wondered it too, though. So you're yeah. justified. But I think I'm pretty sure I'm not. But then again, that's me being discriminatory because I thought all curly-headed people are Jewish in some sort of way. Well, I last 
two years ago. Did I say the story already? No. From my from the army. Uh-uh. When my buddy was celebrating Christmas, I think it was two years ago. No, no. story he time. Hung, he hung up um, this guy Strassbach. He's a nut. He's insane. But he would always hang up stuff all over the office in the army, and he would uh, he put up like lights for Christmas and stockings. But for me, he put up an oven mitt. <laughs> Holy, <laughs> why? <laughs> I should have not let this happen. All right, do you think that's too? That's improv- too far. Too far. <laughs> I just walked in. I was like, "Are you serious?" Too far. And he's like, "Well, I thought you were Jewish." And I was like, "Wow, that's just <laughs> that's." But here's the thing that you have to love in the army. It was all cool. We didn't. You can't take offense. You're unoffendable. No, you're right. All right, but that's pretty savage. Uh, we're we're moving a, on yeah. because sorry if that offends anyone. I mean, it's a horrible joke. Honestly, I can see how inappropriate it is, but there's no level that's too inappropriate for some people that you meet, and you just gotta brace yourself. <laughs> this, this next question, I didn't read this one. I just copied and pasted. I was recently on a date where all the guy did was we have women listening, or, or he's gay. Did you? Did you? Did you not expect us to? I didn't have think that? we'd have women. Listening. I did not either, to be honest. I didn't expect many people to be listening here. <laughs> Like, what do we have to say? Uh, we'll I, some time. I was re- recently on a date where all the guy did was talk about how awesome he is at Fortnite and how many fans he has on his Twitch account. What is the best way to dip out of a bad date? I came under, I came under a recent revelation this past week, Jack, and okay. it is perfect for this okay. question. I was sitting there thinking about this time I went to a gas station in Washington. It was on post, and there was this Asian guy working Wait, wait, the, what do you mean on post? Uh, sorry, military post. It was okay. like a PX gas gotcha. station. Gotcha. And there, there was this Asian guy that worked the register. I'm, I just say Asian because he was very Asian. Like, he had a red bandana on. And, <laughs> and he was super quick with his movements, like karate quick. And so when he would bag the stuff, he would, like, do it super fast. So when you would ask me... Like, do you want to, do you want a bag? I'd be like, every time, yes. And he would do it super fast, like karate style, intentionally. And I'd be like, you're pretty good at that, man. Are you training for something? And he looked at me, and I'll never forget this. He was like, this is my playground. And I was like, oh, man. This guy's on the next level. <laughs> what? Like, he's up to something. But <laughs> What? Here's the thing this I realized. This is my playground? Yes, this is my playground. What does that even mean? I just don't know. Like, he's training. Like he what he roams the, the streets just karateing people hardcore. <laughs> this like, is my, like he's bagging bags. I'm of gonna say that chips. from now on. This is, but that's what I realized. The world is, in a sense, a giant playground. And when you grow up, you have a smart mind, give and take. You know, justify. You know more than when you were a kid, so you can play a lot more than you think you can. You meet random people, you can do whatever you want. You got some guy bragging about how good he is at a video game. Oh, first of all. Like, if you're just bragging about your accomplishments on a first date, that's pretty sad. That's a red flag. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm Mr. Dr. Love or anything, <laughs> but I feel like you should definitely try to get to know the other person or not appear to be whatever, self-consumed. I don't know. Anyways. I'm going to be 100% honest. I have no clue what in the hell you were going on that <laughs> about. <laughs> so we have an Asian guy who said that this is, world is his playground. And yeah, then he gets I'm going to bring it to okay, okay. home, Jack. You're sitting across from this guy, and he's saying some stupid stuff about he no-scopes some kid on. Okay, okay. 
and you don't know how to ditch him, you come up with the craziest thing. You pretend like you... Oh, so you one up him. Just do something so super weird, like start smashing your face in your food. <laughs> or just whatever you want to do, like be like, excuse me. I was afraid it was going here. Or like just say you pooped your pants or something. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Just get crazy with it. Because that guy, he deserves a dramatic so, so you rebuttal. You're saying he really doesn't deserve the time of the day, so you can just come up with whatever you want to get out of that? Have fun. Do whatever ah, your imagination like wants in that situation. Don't think about, like, what's a good mannerly, like, uh, excuse me, this isn't going to work out. Or say that if you want to try that. Like, just change your accent and be like, I'm actually a British spy <laughs> and you're not the right contact. Or, I don't know, something. See, I was just going to say, you take your glass and you throw it in his face and call him a noob. I don't date noobs. And then walk yeah, out. Yeah, something like that. Like, yeah. say, like, what's your gamer tag? Yeah. Oh, that's you? Oh, no. No. Or whatever. We're I don't. done. We're what, done. A, what Jack and I are saying, we both agree on this. Whatever you want, have fun. Do something crazy. I want to hear about it. I want to hear it on like a blog. Like you'll never believe what this girl did to me. It's totally chill. Buzzfeed. Yeah, I was just talking to her about video games, and then she set the plant on fire in the restaurant and started screaming. You know, whatever. Yolo. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? All right. I want to do one thing. You got to read one mystery. That wasn't the. That was the last question. That was the last question. But I, I'm, I'm. I'm curious. Do now. you want me just to open it up? The randomly? book is beckoning me. Dude, where's Harry? Oh, Lord. Here's a story about Harry. So, first off, it's a candle with a llama with Harry Potter glasses. I was getting into the Bible the other day. Oh, by the way, we're recording by candlelight. <laughs> so this is a really, really weird kind Don't of make date. this creepy. That's all they had back in the day. I try to, I try to get into time eras. First, with first off, aura. first off, I come in. I say, David, can I move this guitar off the couch? I give it to you. You start trying to serenade me with some Led Zeppelin, and then I realize there's only candlelight in here. <coughs> I'm feeling a little creeped out a little bit. You know how boring it gets playing for yourself all the time, Jack. Sometimes you just want to see. But you looked me in the eye as you played. I'd want to see your. Uh, I'd want to see. Uh, I want to know you. Like if you eat my food, I'm not just gonna be like, don't even tell me what it thinks because I don't care. But this not. is the look you gave. Is something that will haunt. Oh me. come on! I didn't give you a look. You're Jack. like <laughs> whatever. He's. Jack lives in his own fancy imagination. Right. So, so the guy who owns a book that says... All right, I opened it up. World. Anyways, Mark, uh, Harry is a llama I have on a candle. Harry has wide glasses that make him look like a wizard. I was reading the Bible the other day, and I was... I was Hold looking. Up. Are you putting the Bible with Harry Potter? No. Whew. Wait a second, Whew. Jack. I'm all about speculation. I was reading in Matthew, and then I flipped back to Isaiah, and then I was like, oh, wait, i got to get back to Matthew. And I was like, oh, it's somewhere over here. So I just flipped randomly one time. Exact page I wanted to get on. And I look over, and who was staring at me? Well, that was a letdown. This big old glassy-eyed llama right there. Can we, can we get to the mystery? That, yeah. was, that was a letdown so I, of the story. <laughs> How is that a letdown, Jack? So I flipped my Bible, and I flipped it back. It was That's a coincidence, page. man. I'm telling you, oh, and I'm telling our listeners, take note of coincidences. And anything that's super weird, just... Email him to Jack because he's like the. Yeah, it's because I love getting like, these weird emails. He's the By the way, guy. whoever's the guy who sent me the one about his sexual experience, don't ever email me again. <laughs> I don't want to read those emails. Oh, it's probably the ghostwriter. Jack probably did it to himself. <laughs> what a psycho. All right, so I just randomly opened up this book, and this is what it said White frogs fell on Mosley, a suburb of Birmingham, England, during a severe storm on the morning of June 30th. Eighteen ninety-two. That's it. White frogs fell. That's it. 
on the city. What kind of mysteries of the world explained? Is book is this? Like, tell me why there are white frogs. They don't know. It's mysteries of the unexplained. Oh, come on, stupid book! Explain it. Hey, but speaking of frogs, you remember that rumor about frogs going gay? By Alex Jones, yes. No, there's actually a certain insecticide that demasculates frogs. What was the name of our frog gay nightclub? <laughs> the Ribbit Perch or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you came up with a good oh, couple of good... Probably like... Oh, man. What did you say? The Ribbits? The Ribbit Perch? Uh, or the, the, the twisted... Uh, Frokes and blokes or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, fly catcher. That's it. The guy the catcher. Fly, the, the fly catcher. The that fly was catcher. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go, Jack. Just polarize our listeners. <laughs> no, hey, we don't mean to offend anybody. All no, Jack I, and I try to do is have fun with life. I don't like gay frogs. I want to say no, that. Well, I just... I don't want frogs to go instinct because the dudes all go gay. By the I, way, you know what's the most beautiful creature? Those poisonous little... Dart frogs. That's insane how cool they look. They look so cool. They look so they have the coolest color schemes. They need to make those into football uniforms, and those colors. Like we give humans a lot of credit because we're smart and we have yeah. cars and planes and stuff, but we can't create poison with our brains. Yeah. They're just, well we can, I guess. Well I'll start yeah. this together and this together. But they just crank it out of their skin. They're yeah, like yeah. Have a sweat poison. By the way, I have a bone to pick with people who made sweet tarts. They make sweet tarts look like those little dart frogs. I wanted to eat one of them. They look delicious. Like, they do look they good. Look they're like, like Tide Pod. Yeah. Like the same thing. Super just colorful. Like, oh, I'm like not gonna die. Gummy I won't frogs. eat this. They should make those like gummy worms, but gummy frogs. Just throw those out in the jungle and be like, oh, now I don't know what's going on. Uh, that's, that's a bad yeah, choice. It's dangerous. We're going to have a lot of... What happened? Um, Anaconda? Hunt for the Blood Red Orchid or whatever? You watched too many movies. You saw that movie. I saw the first Anaconda. With Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. The second one... I love how that's the only thing person you remember from. You remember <laughs> Ice Cube? Or Ice you... Cube was in it? Yeah. Dude, that was just one of my first experiences was it? Was it Ice Cube Lopez. or was it... LL Cool... I think it was uh, LL Cool J. I think it was LL Cool J. He had those random 90s movies. He was in everything. That was the hunt for the blood red orchid. Oh, it was? The second one was the orgy one. No, maybe the hunt for the blood red orchid was the orgy one. I mean by orgy... We have gone off the rails I'm sorry, on this podcast. It was a snake orgy. There you go. The anacondas. And that's terrifying. There's a, a pit of mating snakes. Well, that's what it is. It's like a... Like, <coughs> rats do the same thing where they become a big ball. Rat, oh, it's like a rat king. The that's rat what they, king. You know what I'm talking about? Jack. He probably orchestrates it at his house. Why... Have you see how big... clean my house is. <laughs> I don't know. You probably have very clean rats. You just throw a sheet down for them or something. Oh what? Why did they call you the Rat King? Because you were feeding cheese to the rats in your lockers. No one's ever called me the Rat you King. You said you were the Rat King. No, you time. called me the Rat uh, King on the not, first podcast. That was not, you. And you started this. I thought it was because you did something with rats. No, they called me Manimal. Well, that's true. Thank you. But wow, actually. we could go back. I think we we could find something. Let's find some rat. tape. Yeah. They have it digitally no. encrypted. You can't even went to Venice Christian. There's nothing there. And Heritage, never forget our one year. I drove past that school the other day. I was like, memories. Mrs. I, King. I don't. The only class we learned anything was in that English class with Miss King. Yeah, she taught me how to address a letter. And I learned how to type without looking at my keyboard. That was it. Yeah. I don't think you did. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that class was. Uh, that was not effective. I for distinctively me. remember we just sat and watched NBA highlights. Did we have position. history? Did we have a history class? You had history with Miss Ersmeyer. Ersperer. Whatever her name was. Ersperer. Oh, the orange fro. We used to throw paper wads in it. Oh, we were dumb. Dumb kids. 
<laughs> now you're an adult. Now you have a, a mature brain. This is what I was talking. This is way off topic, but I think this is important for people to hear. I was talking to my sister about this. What's like when you're when you're a kids camp coach, or if you're like a, a worker at a daycare or something? What are you always telling kids? Be quiet. Get along. Uh, like stop yeah, fighting. Yeah, yeah. Like just have fun. We're here for you. What? Is the one thing adults just will not do these days. Get along? Get along. It's so sad. Like, do you think kids are going to get along if they look at the news and they see whatever, CNN, pick one, any of it? Speaking of which, you see Cohen? Cohen. Yeah, Michael Cohen's going to jail for three years. Oh, is he really going to jail? Yeah, he got sentenced to three And it's years. all about the for paying him. off. Yeah, the... paying off Stormy and the other woman. I'm sorry, it's so ridiculous. And I don't think it's right what Trump did with those women, but I don't care. I don't, I, I think, again, we should be ending, but I don't care. I think that, you know, our leaders shouldn't be judged on their singular, singular morality. They need to be judged on the morality of the country. And when we start bringing in personal issues, then it becomes a circus. And that's not what the government's supposed to be about. He needs to be focused on, you know, the country, not worried about being sued because he had sex with a porn star. Yeah. I think that's, again, I am not defending Donald Trump. It's disgusting what he did. He cheated on his wife with a porn star. And not even a good-looking one. Like that. Stormy Daniels? Yeah. Like, I just was like, Trump, that, you just threw your marriage away for that? Like, come on. But again, he didn't throw it away because Melania is like, "Ooh, Donald, do have so much money? Let me stay with you." Hey, we don't know that. Could be a romantic story between them. Have you seen the way she looks at her? Come on, I don't That's know. Maybe, I, I can't imagine the way wives look at their husbands. You know, if you had a camera on you all the time, maybe they could catch some looks from Tori where she's no. like, "I want to stab him with a screwdriver right in the back of the head when he's sleeping." That's probably it's probably when I'm sleeping. You'll probably get a question like, "Where's the best place to stab somebody with a screwdriver <laughs> if they're <Lord>. sleeping?" <laughs> no, but here's what I'll say about it because I have something that intertwines with this. One time, me and my brothers were cleaning our room, and uh, for some reason, I was like in charge or something. I don't know, but I was like, "I'm gonna come back in here, and if there's any dirt, we gotta keep cleaning." So I kind of house did you live in? I don't know, dude. Whatever. There's we didn't dirt? Have, we didn't have a rat orgy like you seem to be. I have zero rats. <laughs> anyway, no rats having sex on my property. Whatever. Um, so I go in there to inspect for whatever reason, and they and Robert had cleaned the room super good. That was my brother, and uh, I op- I looked under the bed. I pulled out like this bookshelf, and the only reason I did that was because I wanted to find dirt. I was mad that he had cleaned it so good that I couldn't find anything, but I found dirt underneath the bookshelf. But he looked at me and he was like, "Come on, dude, you just wanted to find that," and I knew he was right, and I knew it was more wrong. Not the fact that there was dirt under there, but the fact that I didn't care about a clean room as much as I was trying to prove him wrong. Hmm. I feel like that's what this investigation is starting to yeah. It's not so much that Trump's doing bad things or whatever. It's that they want to find something just for the sake of finding something. They're yeah. like, okay, investigate him for the rest of the thing. We'll find something. Like, this is not a good – this is not an ethical reason to investigate somebody anymore. This is a witch hunt. And you're probably going to find skeletons in this man's closet. He's a business – Tycoon, He's been a business whatever. tycoon for 40 years. The people years. elected him to the democratic process. What Hillary lost. This is what we have. And if you're doing this just to find some dirt skeletons in this guy's closet, that's not a good reason to investigate somebody. I mean, our alternative is Mike Pence. So, like, I just want people to realize that, you know, if we lose Trump, we have Mike Pence. Yeah. 
and I guess people hate Mike Pence for some reason because he has his wife with him every time he talks to a girl. But he'll never have a Weinstein moment, you know. That's not my problem. Oh, yeah, he and he's like, he's got some weird like he's not very good with people. No, he sends people to like again. I don't know. I, I, I don't know enough about Mike Pence to say anything. I, I'm a, I'm a Christian, and homosexuality is wrong in the Bible. But again, I've been taught to love them. He's all for conversion camps, and I'm that is not the oh, way to do like it. Like straight camps. Yeah, and I don't think that's the right way to deal with that. And that's again like uh, our job is to love people, not to attack attack something that they believe in. Yeah. Oh, what was the verse or the thing Jesus said when you're talking about the speck in somebody else's eye? Yeah. Or the log in your own? I, yeah. I probably butchered that. <coughs> but I used to think, Excuse well, me. look, at some point you got to incriminate somebody or call them out. But then I thought, what is he saying, basically? Yeah. Check yourself always. Check before yourself you, before you wreck yeah, yourself. Like, focus on yourself. Make yourself a better person. Or it's the same thing like the the prostitute that he said if you those without sin cast the first stone. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like I'm not a perfect person, but you know, Pence my isn't my a job person. is not to incriminate other people. My yeah. job is to be an example of someone who's trying to be a better person. Exactly. exactly. And and if I'm living the right way, my example will want will cause people to want to live that similar exactly way. that your actions speak louder than yeah. words. Again, how many more cliches can we throw in this podcast today? Spirit of Christmas, come yeah. on, get out there! What does he say in Hot Rod? A Christmas turkey <laughs> for everyone. Oh, Scrooge wow. is in the bus. <laughs> I love that movie, movie dude. Man. We watched that in high school. I've been drinking green tea all day. <laughs> yeah. You gonna beat demons out of me? Oh, it's a great movie. It's a classic. One of the greatest. All right, we done here? I think we're done, Jack. All right, well, that's all for us, folks. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out all the content at infopilgrims.com. We have new stuff out daily. We have a new content creator. Uh, I'll let you guys go check him out at, at our website. Oh. But uh, if you're tired of hearing me, there's other people there. For David Dolby, I'm Jack May. Until next time, let's make America think again.